0: this is the going your distance podcast
1: dude i'm telling you when i'm driving a fucking porsche and living on a yacht you're gonna be like oh i wish i got on the top guy.
0: you had two picks on two defensive possessions in a row and you don't win the field position battle are you kidding me are you kidding me this is a fun show
1: <laughs> yeah this is <was> fun <laughs> Alrighty, though, let's go ahead and get into it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in and welcome back to another episode of the Going the Distance podcast. My name is Ryan Benell, and alongside me is my co-host, Elijah Span. back after a crazy divisional round in the NFL. We're going to be talking about that and a bit more, but first, make sure to follow us over on social media over at GTD underscore sports. Other than TikTok, we are at GTDsports.com. Check out our personal accounts. You can see on screen, or if you're listening to the audio, we are at Ryan Vanell eight and at Elijah Span nineteen. And last but not least, be sure to go over on our website gtdsports.com where you can find a whole network of shows like our own Go in the Distance podcast, uh, Elijah's show. We got Noah and Zach's show on there who were just on our last episode. So be sure to go and check that out. We have a decent amount to talk about. It's been, uh, like I said, a wild weekend in the divisional round. Uh, nothing really stands out in the sports world other than football. So at the mo- at the current moment, at least, so we're really going to be talking about football, football, and more football for the most part today. Um, we're going to talk about a little segment doing food for thought, where we break down some questions we have from the weekend and maybe debate those a little back and forth. And then we're just going to simply go through each game: Bengals, Titans, uh, Saints or I almost said Saints, Niners, and Packers, so on and so forth. But first. We're going to start how we always do on Tuesday or Monday now. Oops, new schedule Monday. How we always do with the highlight and low light from the weekend. Mine should be pretty obvious. So I'm going to go ahead and hand this one over to Elijah.
0: Um, Yeah, mine would probably just be like division round in and of, in and of itself last week. Super wild card round was not that super. Um, yeah. Not I don't think there was really any good games except for the Cowboys game, and we all know how I felt about that one. It was pretty predictable, yeah, how the weekend would have gone. And then, is there any other games that were even tight? I
1: mean, you could you know. could say the Bengals Raiders were tight because like they had. Oh, that was with, a good like, game. A yeah, it was a good game. Yeah, it was not. But definitely not the. Neither's were, were more of a sweat, I think. Right,
0: um, and then my other one would be so. We reading my new apartment last week where i am right now um and i put on i found a new show to put on while i'm just like passively unpacking and i remember my friends last year really got got really big into survivor and i never got into it but i was like sure whatever i'll put it on i'm you know and i'm hooked
1: did you start from like season one or did you are you watching like the more recent ones
0: no, nah, I started from season one. I was like, let's start with the beginning, because I like watching old shit too. Like this, like it's the commitment, reality. bro. Well, because like I like seeing like the differences and like, um, like how they dress, how they talk, like how they act. Like i in season one. Like there was one of the contestants was gay, and it was like something that they talked about, and it was like kind of like a deal. It was a big deal. Yeah, because that was well, for
1: like Survivor season one was probably like goddamn eighteen thirty.
0: Well, it, was, it was the year 2000, so it's 22 years ago.
1: Okay, I thought it was longer than that. They've been doing like two seasons a year. I was obviously yeah. exaggerating, but like,
0: yeah, okay. no, yeah, no. So, like, oh, I mean, 19, I could
1: see that though in 2000, even, yeah. yeah for so, sure. like,
0: and then like another guy, another contestant that like a kid out of wedlock, and it was like they were like talking about it. And I'm like, oh wow, like that used to be, I forgot that that used to be an issue. So, I like watching it for cool shit like that too, but also too the shit talk on that show is just next level.
1: They'll be like, don't they basically just like eliminate each other and like, they kind yeah, of have vote, vote, vote each secretly. other out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they have to like do like alliances. And like one of them was like, Oh, I have a alliance with Susan, me and her to agree to like stick it out together towards the end. And then it'll go like right to the other person that she's talking about. And it's like, yeah, me and Stacy had an alliance, but I'm voting her out next time. We don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's awesome it's good
1: tv good tv it's great
0: tv so yeah that's been great i'm hooked yeah
1: i may need to check that out but i feel like also i'm i'm kind of worried to check it out because with 40 plus seasons if i really like it then i feel like i'll just binge that just, shit forever you can just put
0: it on like it's something yeah it's true of like, like if you just need like background noise or something if you're just like i want to play on my phone but i don't want to feel like i'm alone yeah <laughs> uh it's it's one of those it's one of those for sure
1: all right what's your uh you got a low light
0: oh yeah uh i'm broke so (laughs) well that was blunt yeah um i spent like three hundred dollars on moving shit at target that was nice uh just a whole bunch of moving in and moving out expenses that i've had to incur and uh money's tight so that's definitely a low light
1: be like that especially just because you just moved in and everything so Mm -hmm. hey man soon soon to the moon rich and famous easy peasy
0: yep all
1: right um so i think my highlight like i said should be pretty obvious from the divisional round weekend and i got three words who fucking day baby the cincinnati Bengals are in the afc championship game i Genuinely, am having a hard time coming to terms with the fact that the Bengals are one game away from making a Super Bowl after winning two games two years ago and fucking like four games last year. Like I, it's hard to come to terms with, but like I've said, time in and time out, Joe Burrow is that guy. He's the savior of the franchise. I saw this funny meme that was like the domino meme, like starting from tiny to big and the smallest one was benching Andy Dalton on his birthday. And then the biggest domino was Joe Burrow leading the Bengals to an AFC championship game. So it, it's all worked out in our favor the last couple of years, but hopefully we oh, yeah. can continue. Hopefully we can get there. I'm a little nervous, but wait, what'd you say, Elijah?
0: I forgot that y'all did that. when Because that was Zach Taylor's first year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It made me not like um, him, bro. Yeah, he was he was like on the hot seat bad. Even like 4 games into this
1: year. Dude, yeah, definitely. I mean, if they if they didn't have I mean, I don't even know cuz like nobody expected us to have a winning season. I don't even think the Bengals front office expected us to have a winning season. No. So like, I think as long as they just didn't have like a massive turd year like 2 to 4 wins, then he right. would have probably continued. But yeah, he was definitely on the hot seat coming into this year, but now I think he's he's locked and loaded. He's ready to keep going.
0: Yeah, because the y'all's over under for the season for Vegas was like five and a half, right?
1: I think so. Yeah, either four so, and a half or five
0: and a half. So six, six or seven wins would have been considered uh, a pretty modest success for the Yeah, game.
1: overachieving.
0: With that being said, how would you feel about a playoff exit in in Arrowhead on Sunday? Like how, like what, like how upset would you be knowing that really you shouldn't even be here in the first place? So obviously I'm going to be sad, like if the Eagles get out,
1: but because I've already been asked this too. And I've thought, you know, I really don't see myself being that butthurt. You know, I I really feel like I'll be kind of okay with it. I'll come to terms with like, this was our best season since 1988. And I just got to witness it, you know, with Joe Burrow at the helm. So I'll, I'll take it for what it is. But at the same time, you know, you can't really not to have like an athlete mentality, but you can't be satisfied, you know, like if they've made it this far, they got to keep going. Like, they can't just be like, all right, guys, we did it. We got this, we got here. We made the AFC championship game. Like they got to get to the Super Bowl now. So, and the chiefs, I think we have a chance. Like, I don't want to sound delusional, but I really think we have a chance. So I I will be upset, but I won't be as devastated as I would have been for like a first round playoff exit. That's what I really was nervous for.
0: Yeah, and too, it's like, your guys kind of have like a little bit of a Atlanta Hawks last year in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, or like exactly. Maybe even a little bit of, of Cincinnati just making the college football playoff. And it's like, you know what? Hey. We have nothing to lose. The Bengals truly yeah. have nothing
1: to lose. I mean, it's
0: yeah, it's Patrick
1: Mahomes. This is their fourth straight AFC championship game. First NFL team to ever do that. and At home. Yeah. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. To host it. Yeah.
0: New England's done it for three yeah.
1: years. And um, so everybody in the world is expecting Mahomes to, you know, do his magic and get to the Super Bowl again. But I don't know. I feel like we we already beat the Chiefs in the regular season. And I know it's super hard to beat a team twice, especially when it's the damn Chiefs on the road in the playoffs. So I'm not really taking that first game into account whatsoever. I'm kind of looking at this as a whole new ball game. So yeah, I don't know. I I just I believe. You know, I'm I'm at that slight delusional yeah. state where I'm just like, we've we've done what nobody believed we could, so why can't we prove them wrong again, you know? What do you think about the spread? What is the spread? I haven't even looked. Seven. No.
0: Bro, yeah. you're kidding. Dude, yeah. I'm taking bingles all day on that. Yeah. That's free. Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking like. In my head, too. I was like, dude, because when that Chiefs-Bills game was going on, which we'll get to later, um, I was like, dude, the winner of this, I was like, if the Bills spread is like six or seven against the Bengals, I'm still going to hammer the Bills because I felt like the Bills would just blow out the Bengals.
1: Dude, see, I didn't want to play. I don't. I didn't know who I would have rather played. That's the thing. Is... I
0: would You wouldn't have rather played either of them.
1: I mean, yeah, exactly. Both of them is – I feel like that – which we'll get to later, kind of was like, I feel like that could have been like the pseudo Super Bowl. You know, that was basically the Super Bowl matchup if it wasn't for AFC, NFC.
0: Yeah, I felt like a lot of teams were like, these were like, a, a lot of people were saying like these were the two best teams in the NFL. Yeah. But,
1: especially at, like at this point in the season. But also, I mean, everybody thought that about the Packers and then. Yeah.
0: And the NFC is just loaded. So I, you, no, but yes, but no, no, but yes. Yeah. Uh, but. No, I I think that's the perfect spread. I was like in my head because I was like, it's going to be like six or seven points probably, because Chiefs have been there before, been there, done this, and yeah, the O line for the Bengals is just awful. Um, oh my god, that was like an all
1: time bad performance, bro. Nine sacks. I just I was freaking out the whole game because I thought Joe Burrow was going to get hurt.
0: There was a he he came up slow. I think yeah. more, after one of the sacks he like grabbed his knee and he was like. Looked like there may have been just the tiniest limp, and I was like, "Uh oh!" And then, dude, and also
1: the the fucking refs—they let a couple plays where they blew it dead for say like a a false start, and they just let it go on to where Bro got hit, and they just didn't call anything. I'm like, dude, you can't just let him take hits like that from these three hundred pound dudes. Like, if the play's not even going on, but
0: at this point, I'm convinced Joe Burrow just likes it.
1: It fuels it. No, honestly, a couple of them. Like he got up and he just looked pissed, bro. He was ready to go. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyway, though, we'll get to we'll get to the Bengals game in a sec. But uh, my low light from the weekend would be one. I was trying to go to the Bengals game, but my friends are lame and nobody wants to go with me, so I can't go to Arrowhead. But two is I downloaded NBA 2K22 the other day because it was on sale for like sixty percent off. So I was like, okay. And I've been playing my career, right? And judge me if you must, but I spent 20 bucks to like upgrade my guy at the start because he, they make him so dog shit, dude. It's yeah, like you they, can't even play they with beat him. beat you. Yeah. And so I did that. And then I, I after I do that, I load into my third game of the season or something. And then all of a sudden, it's just glitched out where the players, first of all, the box score says it's Gonzaga versus Syracuse. And all the players aren't real people. And they're not, there's no box score. There's no time. There's nothing. And they're just shooting at a basket that's in the middle of the court. That's not even there. And like, they're just freaking out and everybody's going and like, there's no way I can play the game. It's only like that player, that mode. And I'm like, I'm trying to email 2k support and shit and be like, dude, either give me my money back or fix this game. Like what the fuck?
0: Tweet. You should tweet at them.
1: Uh, they, they emailed me back. So I responded again. Now I'm just waiting back. Cause they, they were like, try this. If this doesn't work and it didn't work, then they were like, email us more details. So I did hopefully, I don't know. I just, I would be okay if they just refunded me the VC so I didn't have to deal with it, but it is what it is. I was just hoping to play some 2k, you know? Nah. All right. Anyway, on to uh more football though, on to what we're actually here to talk about. So before we get into the specific games themselves, we're going to do a segment we haven't done in a while called Food for Thought, which is essentially just questions. I mean, food like Food for Thought, you know, these are questions open-ended where we can discuss, give our take, debate back and forth, whatever you want. Uh, so first up on this list, talking about the quarterback situation from that Chiefs Bill game, uh, is Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, the new Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback duo of this generation? Like, will well, they become the next two great quarterbacks in the league?
0: Yes, I think so too. I, I, it, it's got to be right. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to throw in Burrow and Herbert as well. I think those would be like
1: like I think those would be set like tier two in the sense of like a Drew Brees caliber. You know, where Drew Brees okay. in his prime was still great, but he was
0: never Rogers or Brady. So would it be? Brady Manning, though, for Pat and Josh Allen. And then next year, Rodgers, Breeze, is Burrow, Herbert. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: know. I could see that, I guess. Yeah, because whenever Manning was in it, true, yeah. But I would I would even say that Rodgers has kind of surpassed Manning. I think Rodgers
0: has had a legacy? career.
1: Yeah, legacy, just oh, in Manning's general. Got,
0: Manning's been to more Super Bowls. He's been a
1: two, and one of them mm-hmm. was four one two. Oh, one two, my bad, sorry, but one of them was just straight up defense in Denver. That was, and then oh, also that the game where they got blown out.
0: Forgot yeah, about that. But I still think
1: are... Aaron Rodgers has surpassed him, though, in terms of who's a better quarterback. Maybe
0: okay, I guess legacy is different. Rodgers is more gifted, I would say. Yeah, because legacy I mean, is Rogers, a different argument. Rodgers just can do things that no other guy has ever been able to do ever.
1: Hey, even Tom Brady like can't do some shit. He does.
0: Right. Tom Brady just beats you with his mind.
1: Yeah. And so, his 10-yard passes.
0: Right. Exactly. But, hey, it's gotten to seven Super Bowls. So. Oh, I know. I'm,
1: I'm not dissing it. Yeah. I mean, he, he's the best. He does it better than anybody.
0: But, no, yeah, I, I would say Mahomes and Allen are, are destined to become one and two.
1: I think so, too, way, yeah. Right? And Mahomes like, is – people are already talking about Mahomes being number one, so –
0: yeah no well that's that's been going on for about two years now it's like Mahomes and Rodgers at one and two uh, just h- however you're feeling pick who um, Josh Allen he had that you know he was like decent his first two years like kind of inconsistent didn't really still didn't really know who he was fully yeah, last he year through. he had that crazy season where you're we just like okay can he back it up he clearly has yeah so he is elite he is.
1: Dude, and he also is—he's been clutch too. I mean, like he delivered in the moments. Like I, oh it's God. so frustrating. Well, again, we'll get to the game in a bit, but it's just so frustrating that they didn't get a chance on uh, overtime to even get possession.
0: Yeah, 100%. a shame. But no,
1: I I hundred percent agree though. I think Mahomes and Allen will definitely once Brady and Rogers are out of the league, they'll be like the one and two for sure. They'll <laughs> be the guys, the pinnacle, the you know the example. But I would love to see Burrow, you know, get up there. I just think. I think Burrow and Herbert will be three and four right behind him. All right, so sticking with quarterback conversation, uh, has Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers' playoff magic run out? Are they just simply too old? Do they have any any more left in their tank to get to a Super Bowl run potentially? Or do you think that's it for these guys?
0: No, they definitely have more Super Bowl runs in them. I agree. I
1: I think they still have all the same, you know, playoff magic, whatever you want to call it that they've had for years.
0: Rogers is interesting though, because you know, if he if he stays in Green Bay or not, which is that's another question on the list, right?
1: Yeah, that's the next question.
0: Which so uh but so I'll just talk about Brady. Um no, I mean there is talk that like I guess this week all of a sudden is like he doesn't know if he's gonna retire or not. He's kind of throwing it out there, which is crazy because this is the first nugget of maybe I'm going to retire. But I don't think he's going to go out like that. He's got one more year left on his deal. He's always said 45. Always. I agree.
1: I agree. I don't think he's going
0: out. Another year at least. I mean, at this rate, I think he's going to play till he's 50. (laughs) That would be impressive, dude. I want him to. I do
1: too, just for the the record's sake.
0: Just to see a 50-year-old man sling it.
1: Cause he would probably still be, but the thing is though, like, you know, when you talk about him retiring and, and know, his game, yeah, he's still playing phenomenally. I mean, he led he, the league in a few categories this year,
0: passing yards and touchdowns. Yeah.
1: Is, major ones. Be
0: specific. It. I was about to say, I knew they were
1: pretty important. I just didn't want to say it without <laughs> being for sure.
0: Yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, he's playing
1: great football. Like there's no mm-hmm. reason to retire right now. He's not getting injured, you know?
0: Yeah, no, and then I think really the only reason why the Bucks lost is why I had said that the Rams had a pretty good chance to upset them um, was that the roster itself was just too banged up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they only had Gronk and Mike Evans to throw to really, and then
1: yeah, Tyler Johnson looked pretty bad. I thought he would have had a breakout game, kind of, but yikes. no, he was they're yeah. terrible. So he dropped a few Miller. balls. Yeah.
0: So, and uh, Giovanni Bernard wasn't there. Leonard Fournette was kick-ass.
1: Oh, playoff Lenny, dude. What do you mean, dude? He He has to be kick-ass.
0: But, I mean, other than that, I mean, they just really didn't have anything going for him. So, I I think that might have been it. That was a big part of the problem. And just offensive line was, like, the Rams were getting after him. I mean, he had a bloody lip. It's just... (laughs) I was oh, so ready
1: that- for the bloody lip memes after he d- pulled off the comeback, dude. Like, oh, Brady's a hero, playing through injury. Right.
0: No, I just uh, I, I, just think injuries kind of got to him, and they almost won that game, which sucked that they didn't get the comeback because I had money on them. Even though I said I was going to bet the Rams, I flip-flopped. Yeah, dude, that's that's
1: the-, the worst way to lose a bet. Too. I always trust
0: the gut, dude, because I was like, yeah. no, nah, man. So I think my friend was like, "You're actually gonna fade Brady in the playoffs," and I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, Have, he's like," and I was talking also about like how I bet the Chiefs in last year's Super Bowl, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I faded Brady in the playoffs." So I was like, "I'm not gonna repeat that same mistake," and then it burned me.
1: Dude, I I kind of whenever you were text because you texted me about it um, whenever the game was going on at first, and whenever the Pats were down or not the Pats, sorry, the Bucks. We're down, I think 10-0. It was, I I bet, plus six and a half. And then it was 27-3. to three And I'm like, all right, well, shit, there goes those two units. And then lo and behold, the com- the, k- the comeback worked in my favor. But
0: yeah, I should have uh, doubled I, almost doubled, on the line I
1: almost doubled down again whenever they were down 27-3, though. Like, because the spread was like plus 20. And I was like, dude, no shot. Brady's going to lose by more than 20 in a playoff game. Right. So you're right, all right though. Moving down the list, we already kind of teased this question a little bit, but um, on to Aaron Rodgers in particular. Was this Aaron Rodgers' last game in Green Bay?
0: So I've always been on the side of that Rodgers is going to actually stay.
1: Really? But I'm on the opposite side. Yeah,
0: you're on the opposite side there. Yeah, But this game, the way it ended, yeah, kind of feels like he's just going to dip.
1: It just—it exactly—it just makes me feel like the way they got eliminated makes me feel like he's leaning towards leaving. But I
0: don't know. It's you, know, you never know what like, he's thinking. No, you never know. I still think I'm still going to stick to my guns and say that he's going to be a Packer next year. But I am a lot less confident than I was a week ago about that. I
1: wish I bet there's somewhere I could do this, but I want to place a bet on this. I want to take my prediction is he's going to be a Denver Bronco.
0: That's the hot pick. So yeah. you would probably have.
1: Probably not, be the favorite. But a lot of people have been team rumored team. even to have him going to the Steelers. And I think that would just be absurd.
0: Steelers is another one. Well, because yeah. him and him and Mike Tomlin were like complimenting each other when they yeah. played. Um, they're kind of sucking each other off there. Could also go to
1: the Seahawks in a Russell Wilson deal.
0: Fuck that. I think he would. Look I, it's good.
1: unlikely, definitely, but nah, I, I don't. See just an that. old quarterback for an old quarterback.
0: You know who I think could really use Aaron Rodgers though. Hmm. The Titans.
1: I don't know, dude. I think Tannehill's just good enough to where, like, they. I know he just massively choked in the playoffs, like horrendous. But nah,
0: fuck that. I think I think the Titans have to go have to go Rams mode.
1: What if? What about the Giants, dude? The Giants have so many first round draft picks. Like, what if they just, you know, make a big-ass package for him, include Giants Daniel have- Jones, who's still young, you know?
0: Giants have two. Well, the, the Packers still have Aaron uh, Jordan Love, so I don't I know, think but that Daniel Jones...
1: The-, the little bit that we've seen of Jordan Love doesn't look too promising.
0: Yeah, but the little bit of Jordan Love has a lot more promising looks than the lot of bit that we've seen from Daniel Jones.
1: <laughs> That's a good way to put it, yeah.
0: Um.
1: I don't know. For some reason, I'm still on the Daniel Jones hype train. I still feel like he's going to... Danny Dimes is just gonna bust out and have like a breakout year eventually. I,
0: I gave up this year. I I, I kind of did.
1: Up. Like this was like my last straw. But for some reason, I'm he's I'm just gonna give it one more year. He's yeah. your Carson
0: Wentz because I'm always on Carson. <laughs> yeah. yes. I remember in the preseason. I see something about Carson. Like I'll be like, damn, Carson Wentz fucking sucks. Then I'll see something like him do like a good play. And I'm like, damn, he is pretty good though. He's uh, getting but better. But he's, he's, like, he's not. He's not. He's. He's yeah, bad, that's always, what because yeah. Daniel Jones,
1: you know, can use his legs, but then he just makes like throws where you're just like, bro, what the fuck are you doing, dog? Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, another quarterback. We already kind of talked on this one a little bit, so we won't spend too much time on it. But same thing with Rodgers. Was this Tom Brady's last game as an NFL quarterback? Like you said, he kind of hinted in the postgame presser that, you know, he was considering. He didn't really know what his future holds. But, again, I think – I think he's coming back. Uh, I I don't see any reason statistically, especially for him to stop playing football at the moment. And it seems like, you know, with his TB 12 diet that we always joke about his body's probably at the peak of physical shape at, you know, at his age, especially. So I see no reason for him to retire unless he's just truly tired of playing football, which I could understand. I mean, it's a, it, it's a lot on you, the NFL schedule with, uh, you know, training camp, everything all year round. Like, he's old, you know. So what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I know you probably agree.
0: Yeah, absolutely not. There's no way it's Brady retires. Yeah. Just not a chance.
1: At least I don't see it happening until, like, 2025 at the earliest.
0: Maybe through the next year because he's always said, it's and it's been that way since like, he was, like, 37. Like, there's been – this has been the number. It's 45. He wants to play until he's 45. Um, Like, I'm pretty sure – I remember hearing that when – after he beat Seattle. Like, so this has been – this has been around for a long time. That Like, this was his goal to play until he's 45. So, I think after 45, though, it's going to turn into a little bit of a Big Ben situation. It's like, is he going to retire this year? Is he not? Is he going to, like – or maybe even a little bit of – I could see him pulling a far of retiring and then coming back, too.
1: Yeah, he might be that kind of guy. I could see that with Aaron Rodgers, too, even whenever he's done.
0: Yeah, a lot uh, some people have said that a lot, too. It's like, yeah, which something could piss Rodgers off. He goes out for an entire year and then comes back.
1: Oh, goddammit, dude. The Russian bots are back in our comment section.
0: That's how you know we, we're, we're coming up.
1: <laughs> or whatever. I don't even know what language that is, dude. It, it, That's it's definitely just... Russian. Like a Egyptian hieroglyphs, dude. All right. Anyway, next question on the list: We got, will the Rams become just the second team to host a Super Bowl? They will also play in, and this would be happening in back-to-back seasons with the Bucks last year.
0: Um, I think so. Hashtag NFL rigged.
1: I I also think so, and it's funny you said that that rigged because we have a question about that on the list, so we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I think the Niners have kind of, they've run their course as the underdog. I don't really know if they can pull off another upset. I know that they have the Rams number though. They always play super well against the Rams. They beat them twice in the regular season.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But again, like I said, it's hard to beat a team twice. It's even harder to beat a team three times in the NFL and the Rams are hot right now. Mm -hmm. They're clicking. So I think the Rams will, they will do it which kind of scares me because, you know, if the Bengals make it, then it's going to be in L.A., basically a home game. But then the more I think about it, I'm not really too worried because there's, like, barely any Rams fans in L.A. So Bengals might pack that shit 50-50.
0: Yeah, no. Well, the Super Bowl is mostly corporate sponsors anyway that go to the game. It's not actual fans.
1: Oh, well, yeah, there's fans that go.
0: There's fans that go, but, like, most of the people that go to the Super Bowl are just rich or, like, get tickets from
1: – Oh, well, yeah, it, I mean – It's not like
0: fans of the team because, like, you have to buy your tickets to the Super Bowl well in advance.
1: Let's see. I'm going to – because I looked at Super Bowl tickets yesterday just for, like, hey, fuck it. If the Bengals make it, I would definitely go. And uh, Super Bowl tickets were, like, $7,000 right now. Exactly. This one. But I just, so I just Googled it and the average or no, the cheapest tickets to Super Bowl 55 last year were $4,025. Last
0: year's Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, last year's Super Bowl. I would, bro, I would, if the bingles make the Super Bowl, I would be willing to sell my body. I don't care what it takes, bro. I'm, I'm funding that trip somehow, that? dude. I need, yeah. I'll just hit, I'll hit an insane parlay, dude. Just throw like 200 bucks. On an eight legger and just pray, and then if it hits, I'm going to the Super Bowl. It's that yeah. simple. Yeah. But also, then if it doesn't, I'm I'm in pain. But no, I well, I would. I don't know what I'm going to do if the Bengals go to the Super Bowl. I don't know how I'm going to act. Like I said, we'll we'll see when the time comes. I don't want to jinx anything.
0: Yeah, I I hope you'll do. But I um, did too, bro. For I God. don't. I personally don't think so.
1: I don't think so either. I I am going into this weekend fully expecting to lose the game.
0: Yeah, because it's just like. Remember last year's Chiefs-Bills game, AFC Championship, where people were, like, really liking the Bills? And then people are, I don't know, like, the Bills are really good. And a lot of people, including myself, were like, yeah, but it's the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs are going to achieve this game. Exactly, yeah. I think that's what we're looking at here.
1: I I really, I think it's going to be a close game. And I think it's going to end in a similar fashion to the Bills game did. Like, I think I'm probably going to end up, you know, being heartbroken because it's gonna be like a last second Mahomes magic drive or something. But for some reason, like I had I had a feeling in the Bills game and I was dead ass wrong. But I I feel like the Bengals might have a lead. It might come down to that last second drive and then Jesse Bates is gonna pick off Mahomes and seal the deal, baby. And then Burrow's gonna come out and kneel it easy peasy. Okay. But I don't know. Honestly though, in reality I am expecting to lose.
0: Yeah, and some of my theory goes to like at least one championship game every year turns out to be a blowout. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's like like go back and look at the game. That's games. what I'm worried about really. There's usually one, and if I had to pick one to be a good game, it's gonna be this Niners Rams game. I think so too. Just because
1: I mean how they play each other historically. Yeah, yeah they, they always play each other so close. Yeah. They know each
0: other so well. It's a third time playing this year. Um and I think they I think they match up better well.
1: Yeah, I do too. I really do. But Bengals beat them in the regular season, so who who knows what can happen? I didn't think that would that was possible either, and they did it. So, all right, on to the next. Was the Bills Chiefs game crazy ending? For those that don't know, it literally went into overtime. Chiefs got the they won the coin toss, got the ball first, drove down, scored a touchdown, ended the game. Balls the Bills didn't even get a chance to have the ball. So was that bills chiefs game enough for the nfl to finally consider changing their bullshit overtime rules uh, they have to at least for the playoffs would you do you think they would do like a different set of rules for the playoffs than the regular season
0: i mean that's how these current rules started out that's true i i
1: don't like that though you know
0: i'd be fine with it I don't know because I'd be fine because this is like I don't know I, week three like these are these are fine for the regular season for the most part because a lot of these rules come down to like um the fact that you, you have to play you have to limit the amount of playing time right to 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 uh, limit the risk of injury yeah so that's that's why these rules are the way that they are. So guys I, mean, I get, get that. Hurt. I
1: know it's different than college because, like you so, know, college can go like seven fucking overtimes with touchdowns. Well, they changed it now to the two-point conversion thing, which I, I'm a fan of.
0: Max, shut the fuck up. Hey, sorry. Um. Anyway, no, I I think they should stay the same for the regular season. They change it up for playoffs. That would be my opinion. That'd be interesting to see. I think. I would rather them just change
1: it altogether because I was looking at the stats or I mean, Ian Rappaport, he tweeted out um, some stats on the coin toss in overtime games. And since the new rules were implemented, and I think it was like 2012 um, of all the regular season games, whoever wins the coin toss wins the game at a 53% clip, which isn't too crazy. But then you look at the playoff games And out of the 11 playoff games, since the new rules have been implemented, 10 out of the 11 games, the team that wins the coin toss goes on to win the game. So it's a huge factor. And unfortunately, the stats don't include like numbers on games where the other team didn't get a chance to even have possession. So they might be a little bit skewed in favor to argue against the current rules. But I personally have always been against these rules and games like this just really highlight it i want the college rules and i know like you said how it's all about preventing injury and maintaining like the time of play and not you know putting too much strain on their bodies but in college the new rules especially i really like and a lot of people hate them the new college rules for college but i think they're genius where it's two overtimes well say the game does go to two overtimes you know everybody gets a chance with the ball If you get a field goal, the other team gets a field goal. It goes on to the double overtime. Then if you get a touchdown, the other team gets a touchdown. It goes to triple overtime. But now in triple overtime, it's just two-point conversions. It's just one play. You have to match each other. Or if you get it and you stop them, you win. It's that simple. So I think that limits those games that go to, like, seven overtimes, just, you know, continuing to play, run plays, run their offense. It'll just come down to one play. So I would like the NFL to adopt those rules.
0: Yeah. You know what would be cool, though, if they did it from the 7?
1: From the 7? That would be interesting, too. Yeah, just one kind of longer play. But you could. Yeah. some people argue that that would be easier to get in the end zone. It gives you more room to work with.
0: Oh, more room for passing? Yeah. I would yeah. I would
1: be okay with that, though. I think that would make it more interesting.
0: Yeah, but what if they're just doing, like, at the end of that Bill's Chiefs game, if that was the case, they were just on QB sneak after QB sneak after QB sneak because both those defensive lines were just gassed.
1: Yeah. So, well, that would... But it's only – yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, because they could just get it in that one play. But, yeah, I mean, it's they... from the two. So, you still – if you're going to truly QB sneak, getting two yards is kind of tough. True, QB draw, maybe not so much.
0: It would, it would probably be that, at least with the Bills, Josh Allen. That's what I would do. Oh, would for sure. Yeah, they did so many draws. Run QB power after QB power play. Um, but, uh, I don't know. They just have to change it. The offense should at least get a chance. I know defense matters. That's why they are the way that they are, because you have to get a stop in order to win the game. But as soon as the Chiefs won the coin toss, I was like, oh, Chiefs won.
1: Yeah, oh, every like the Chiefs were celebrating. I mean, everybody was jumping up on the sidelines. And the, Josh it, Allen, after the game, said if we had won the coin toss, we would have done the same thing.
0: Exactly. Like, no, 100%. Because,
1: yeah. I mean, they, it, the way the offenses were working
0: at that point, they, and really, whoever got the ball was going to score. I mm-hmm. mean, it was that simple. 100%. And it's just like – I don't like the fact that a playoff game is going to be decided by a coin toss at that point.
1: Yeah. Essentially. Also, I had money on the bills, which was fucking bullshit. They lost, but anyway, yeah, I took it so over. that was heartbreaking in of itself, but I just feel bad for the bills. I mean, losing to the chiefs twice in a row, especially in that fashion, dude, that's tough. All right. On to the next though. Speaking of the one seeds in uh, the Packers and the Titans, both losing this weekend. Is the bye week in the playoffs as big of an advantage as it's made out to be? Yeah, 100%. I I agree. I think that this is kind of a, a bad example of it. Because um, yeah, a two... lot of people were talking about, like, you know, Titans, Mike Vrabel the coach, he's like 4-0 and coming off of bye weeks and whatnot. But historically, I mean, yes, it should be a huge advantage. You know, you literally get a full week plus, like two weeks of rest over, other team who just had to play another game and potentially lose a couple guys getting banged up like the Bengals did i mean the titans definitely had the advantage there so i i agree that it's still a big advantage
0: yeah so uh that's yeah the numbers show that throughout history like the bye week 150 matters
1: yeah all right and then last question you kind of teased this earlier but was this Rams Bucks game scripted? We could talk about all the games being scripted, but Rams and Bucks has had a lot of buzz on social media about you know they they were scripting it for Brady, and then all of a sudden they saw on social media everybody was talking about oh this shit's rigged Brady's coming back, and they were like fuck it Stafford go off you know.
0: Um, I, don't know, I did though. I did have a thought in my head that like. And when I bet, I when I bet on the Bucks, I put all the scenarios in my head where the Bucks would lose, and I was like, "Wait, L.A. is hosting the Super Bowl. the The NFL definitely wants more NFL fans in L.A. The only way to get that is for their teams to be good. So, put the Rams in the Super Bowl again in L.A. in their Dude. new stadium.
1: See, I hate that cuz it that makes just, me like actually think it it's rigged. It
0: makes a lot of sense, right? It does. I mean, you're right. It definitely it makes does. a lot of sense for the NFL to make cuz cuz like I think it was uh week 18, like the Rams Niners game. Like I think the stadium was like 60% 49ers game and that's got to be embarrassing for LA at the at the least.
1: Especially their um, new stadium.
0: I mean, they're going to pack that stadium no matter what, but I'm sure the NFL would much rather have it be LA fans than than opposing team fans for that to happen because it's kind of it's it's just embarrassing all around for that. I to mean, yeah,
1: I guess it always comes down to money, and I mean, L. A. is such a big market, so and L. A. has never really been a big football city, you know. They no, never really just,
0: cared. It's a trash sports town. I'm gonna say,
1: yeah. It. Uh, you, I mean, I get they're Lakers. I mean, really, the Lakers is the only thing L. A. is like you know devoted to. Yeah,
0: right uh, and the Dodgers, but the Dodgers that's are just true. Being good, that's true. Yeah. Lakers, even when the Lakers are bad, it's like it's still all about the Lakers. Yeah, exactly.
1: They're like the jewel of the city in terms of sports. Right.
0: You know, it's not like New York. Where New York's New York's a fucking sports town. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. Even when they suck, they're they're through thick and thin. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like Philly, Philly is a big sports town.
1: Yeah, Philly. I would say Cleveland also is pretty pretty devoted.
0: Yeah, but who cares about Cleveland? Chicago's a big sports town.
1: <laughs> yeah, but fuck Cleveland. Um hey LeBron cares about Cleveland, man.
0: I don't think he does. <laughs> um
1: not so much. He cares about yeah. Akron.
0: Yeah, he left him twice. I don't know how much he really cares about him. No, but but in no, terms so- of
1: being scripted, yeah, like I I just I would I've always argued that it's a little far-fetched, you know, to say that leagues like this are scripted. I don't necessarily want to feed into the uh the hype or the, you know, media hubbaloo about this, because it's really just narratives for conversation. But I mean, who knows at the end of the day, you know, there's definitely some sketchy shit that has happened. And this is kind of one of those things, you know, like you bring up a lot of good points with it's in LA, they need a bigger fan base and the NFL always comes down to money. So I don't know. And I saw also, I forgot the name of the player. It was a former NFL player. They went out and tweeted, like, the NFL makes us sign non-disclosure agreements. This shit's rigged. They just don't want us to say anything and get it out. I'm tired of hiding it. I'm ready to talk. Like, this was years ago, though, and I don't think anything really came of it. And I Uh, I think that was kind of just bullshit. I don't know what that guy was on. I
0: keep on seeing things that pop up. All right, so, like, also, this is true, too. The NFL is no longer considered a sport. It's considered a business – or it's considered – uh, entertainment well, business i mean no shit Foot- football is the sport nfl is a business no 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 but like other sports leagues are still classified as sports
1: see to me that's weird i feel like they but shouldn't the NFL, be you know?
0: it, it happened in like 2012 2013 they're basically classified the same way as the wwe
1: yeah i mean but i get that though in the sense that i mean i i don't know it depends on your point of view because i've also seen like videos on tiktok of people's like you know, pointing that same thing out that the NFL is classified as an entertainment business. And they're like, oh, this shit's obviously rigged because look at this. But I th- I'm i surprised actually that you said that like the NBA and other stuff are considered like a sport because I feel like the league itself should be considered a business operation. But the sport obviously
0: would be whatever the sport is. I don't know. I choose not to believe it because my probably my favorite hobby of watching football is – is kind of ruined from that point. Yeah. Like exactly. there, there, there definitely is a lot of things with that the NFL that happens. That's why I like I'm college like, football, dude. Hmm. Yeah, college football. football is becoming
1: more of a money business, you know, it's becoming a monopoly with ESPN yeah. and shit
0: influencing it's closing in too. It's closing in on to all our yeah, favorite but, things are just getting ruined.
1: Hey, if the NFL is rigged though, hear me out. It would be a hell of a storyline for Joe Burrow you know the media star boy to lead the team in his first full season to the super bowl the bingles of all teams that would be a hell of a storyline for the media
0: i'm okay with it if it
1: happens you know
0: yeah i mean it's rigged in their
1: favor i'm okay
0: yeah but who's it more who would be more rigged for joe burrow or la Oh, L. A. Definitely in that case, yeah.
1: but I mean that's an It C. Doesn't really pertain to us, but I, I, I guess in the Super Bowl it would. They would, probably yeah, in the win, Super Bowl. So. It would. so, hey, I mean they were my suck.
0: preseason pick to win
1: it all, so not looking too hey. shabby for me.
0: No, no, <laughs> except for that Bills game. All right, though, let's yeah. uh,
1: let's talk about these these games specifically. Let's go ahead, break down some of this divisional round. Starting out in the A. F. C. With the Bengals and Titans. So Bengals won that game 1916, very slow offensive game, a lot of field goals. And the Bengals really won this game thanks to money McPherson, Evan McPherson, who first off, before we go any further, I just want to talk about Evan McPherson as a rookie drafted in the fifth round. I even, and a lot of fans thought we were crazy for drafting a kicker, but this kid has been phenomenal. He's nine for 11 on yards that are 50 plus yarders. And he's currently 8-for-8 eight eight on field goals in the playoffs. He's gone 4-for-4 four four in both games so far. And did you see um, Joe Burrow in the post-game presser talk about Evan McPherson, like in his, his pre-kick speech type thing?
0: Yeah, because he's like, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship. Yes,
1: dude. Like, what kind of mentality, bro? Dude, That's that's beautiful. That's exactly what you want from a kicker. Because I always think about that in situations, you know, where it's, you win this kick you move on it's like what is going through these guys heads because i would be shitting my pants you know i would just be all in my head like holy shit holy shit holy shit but these guys are just on a different level
0: that's joe burrow in the form of a kicker
1: exactly yeah
0: so that's sick good for you that you have that it's always nice to rely to have that um yeah that was amazing that was a tough game for Tannehill. Uh, Obviously, I was sitting, yeah, three interceptions. I was sitting next to my buddy who put fifty bucks on Tannehill to throw an interception. First play of the game, pick. It's like, okay,
1: that's a way to win a bet, shit.
0: Yeah, my friend won like four hundred dollars on just random bets from that game. I was sitting dude, right I, next to him.
1: I was, I could not believe that the first play of the game was interception. I was so hyped, dude. I was like, oh my god, dude, this is this is already going our way, baby. But I. Other than that, dude, the defense just came up huge in general in this game. Like, you know, first play of the game, interception. They also had two more interceptions. One of them was like a, what was it, a swat pass. Like they blocked it at the line and caught it while yeah. the Titans had goal to go and were in scoring position. That was huge. And then also that late-game pick, which literally set up the the field goal, essentially. Not necessarily because the Bengals still had 20 yards to get with like 22 seconds. But holy shit! What a play call for that pass to the sideline to Jamar Chase. It was just, it was picture perfect, bro. I couldn't believe we actually pulled it off. I was so hype.
0: No, that was good. Yeah, because I had money on Binkle's spread and sprinkled a little bit of money line on that bad boy. So yeah, I had that was like nice for me. Two and a
1: half units on it.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, that a sprinkled was sprinkled money line. That was just Joe Burrow being Joe Burrow. Yeah, with know? that throw I mean, right he, there. Oh. He he willed that game. I mean, his offensive line was just. Awful, yeah, like Titans, nine sacks,
1: dude. Honestly,
0: the Titans shouldn't have lost that game.
1: No, they shouldn't. No, I mean, we literally gave it to him with that. Like nine sacks is what a good offensive line should allow in half of a season, but we just gave that up in a playoff game on the road. But I will give the Titans credit. I mean, their front seven was playing amazing. Like also Burrow, there was a few moments where I was kind of frustrated, where I thought Burrow should have thrown it away because he could have. He just didn't. Yeah. So that was a little annoying, but I can't really knock bro too much because he, he just did so much good for us. So also and Zach Taylor has been huge, bro.
0: Yeah. He's he, been night and day different.
1: Yeah. He looks completely different. In his play calling, like, you know, I already mentioned that play call to set up the field goal. That was all Zach Taylor on that one. He said it in the post game presser. And he's also had a lot of unique plays on like third and short situations where, you know, they'll do a play action And I'm like, no, why are you not running it on third and one? And then it's like a 20 yard catch to T. Higgins. I'm like, never doubted it for a second. Thank you, Zach Taylor. (laughs) Like, yeah. So he has been night and day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then another thing that the Titans messed up too is that they should have let Deontay Foreman run the ball more. They let Derek, they gave the ball too much to Derrick Henry. Okay. But you can't really, I
1: agree that Foreman should have had more than four carries, but he had more yards than Derrick Henry did with four carries than Henry had 20. Exactly. I, I am very surprised
0: at how well the Bengals contained Henry. Uh, no, he just he just wasn't the same. He was probably like what 70, 80 percent. He was and I think he was still banged up. The Titans
1: made it out to seem like he was hundred percent, but I, I think he was banged up.
0: He was he was not one hundred percent.
1: I mean his snap count was insane though. He played like almost ninety percent of plays, probably.
0: Yeah, because it was a playoff game and that's their guy. But True. I I think that Rabel should have laid off the gas pedal. And probably did at least 50-50 because maybe too, and you could see it as the game kind of wore on, too. Like usually when Derrick Henry, when the game goes on, he keeps getting stronger. That was not the case. Yeah. You know, he he was he was he was not invincible. So no, I agree.
1: I think even like a 50-50 share could have been more effective for them. Maybe Henry, whenever he was out there, could have pushed for those more yards, even. But Foreman, it's hard to say though, because Foreman of those four rushes, his like 60. 60- eight yards came all of it, like 50 of them were on one play so but he did i mean his yards per carry were insane in that game compared to henry who finished still, with
0: 3.1 still he should have been out there more yeah i agree
1: i mean he's useful he's like a derrick henry 2.0 he's just a little bit smaller a little bit faster more versatile i don't know if i want to say more versatile because henry is just he's henry like he's just in a league of his own
0: right but yeah,
1: in case you guys missed our last episode, with we had Zach and Noah from the Betting on the Rocks and the Blanket Coverage podcast on here, who are both Titans fans. We made a little bet. Zach and I, oh, and Noah was included on it too. So the loser of the game, so if the Bengals were to lose, I would have had to have posted a cringy TikTok dance in a Titans jersey every day until an NFL team commented on the video. So. Thankfully, I don't have to do that. Now, Zach and Noah will have to do that. Make sure you guys, Zach already posted right before we started recording. Zach posted his day one video with the Bengals shirt on. So, his at is at Betting on the Rocks. Be sure to go and check that video out. I thought it was hilarious. So, I'm excited to continue that. And I get to keep my pride. You know, I don't have to do all those dances. Instead, I just get to react to him, which will be great. So, also in that game, uh, not as important as you know, Joe Burrow, the defense, and the Henry and everything, but there was a little bit of referee shenanigans in this one. Did you see that controversial interception for the Titans?
0: Yeah. It, I think at that point, you though, know, you kind of had to go with the call on the field because he did have control of the ball immediately. Even I, I agree overall. That he kind of caught it at the same time and dragged it. I don't know. That was a tough one. I, I just think call in the field is is the way to go with with stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I I could have seen that one going either way. Obviously, as a Bengals fan, I would have wanted it to be an an incomplete pass because the ball was literally dragging on the fucking ground. But you can make an argument because his hands were literally trapping it and the ball wasn't shaking or moving at all. So I agree with you in the sense that you just got to go with the call on the field. I just wish the ref would have called it incomplete because he saw it drag. So... Oh, well, it is what it is. We got the dub. on yeah, the next one. So, do you think – we kind of already talked about it a little bit, but do you think the Bengals have a shot in Arrowhead? Not really. No? Not even a shot? I, it's uh... – Like, percentage, what do you – I think I give us, like, a 20% chance to win. Maybe 25. To win? To win, yes.
0: I would give you all, like, a 30, 35% chance to cover the spread. And about a fifteen percent chance
1: to win. Oh shit, dude! I'm getting I'm getting roasted on TikTok, bro. Oh
0: really, dude?
1: Because like I said that that video with uh Zach. So I duetted Zach's video of like the Titans losing, and I just like did the video like really sped up to make me look funky, and I did like the L dance, and I was like ah ah ah, ah and stuff just like making fun and then everybody's in the comments like this is why i hate bingles fans and like bingles you're making bingles fans look bad and i'm like bro fuck you guys okay this is my friend like we're just kidding around like what
0: tiktok internet people on the internet are mean
1: dude i know bro
0: but uh no yeah what are you talking about
1: I don't care if people hate me. Anyway, no, we were talking about the Bengals having a shot in Arrowhead, their percentage. I give it, like, right, a 20% yeah. chance to win.
0: I'm going to go with the probably not. Well, I mean, obviously, I that, that would be probably,
1: probably
0: not. not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say, like, 15% chance to win. Covering the spread, man, I just I just have a big feel. I just have, like, a huge feeling that their luck is going to run out and the Chiefs are going to run their shit.
1: I'm worried about that. I really am worried. But, hey, we were down 14-0 to them last time, and we came back, so – Anything is possible.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. On to the next. Speaking of the Chiefs, though. Bills and Chiefs, we've talked about this game a little bit, but the Chiefs came out with a crazy 42 to 36 game in wild fashion. Mahomes with 13 seconds left. That is it. Got down, drove the drove the ball down the field for field goal range. Harrison Bucker sent it into overtime. I think this was the game of the year without a doubt. What about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, what other game would compare? And it's hard. It's hard to
1: think off the top of my head, but yeah, I, I think it's without a doubt, definitely the best. One of the best football games I've watched in a long time. I feel like even years.
0: Yeah, like the only other game I could think of off the top of my head for like dope divisional round playoff games would be like that Packers Cardinals game, or the or like Cardinals, the Minneapolis
1: Miracle maybe.
0: The Minneapolis Miracle. Um, but remember that Packers Cardinals game where Rodgers had the two Hail Marys, and then Larry Fitzgerald became Superman. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So that's that's definitely one that comes to mind. Um, but really, I mean, of course, it was a twenty-three game, but that's the Super Bowl. It doesn't really, you can't really. That's apples and oranges, in my opinion.
1: Oh yeah, but no that
0: that game though. was that game was sick. And there's like 25 points scored in the final two minutes, including OT. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we all saw it. We all watched it. We all knew what we, you know, we know we know what that game was. And that game was sick.
1: Yeah, it was exactly what you would hope for in like a tight play. It was honestly exactly what you would hope for, for Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. It was and, electric.
0: And as someone who had the over, I enjoyed it very much.
1: No, oh, nice. I should have taken that. I was too scared, bro. Because I was like, "That's that's the obvious pick." You know, is the over with these two teams? But yeah, I was like, "You know I'm what? Don't,
0: don't think about it. Just like do it." I was like, "I hit the over last time. I'm gonna double dip. I'm gonna do it again."
1: So, some more food for thought, though. Do you think the Bills should have tried to gone to go for two? Yeah. On I the road, so. get the win.
0: Yeah, because like. Another thing that's been thrown on a lot too, is like sh- they should have squibbed. Should have done the squib squib kick. Oh yeah,
1: waste waste some time, yeah.
0: Get like 2 or 3 more seconds off the clock, which would have been the difference. I think about that for sure. Um but I also think that they maybe should have gone for two.
1: Cuz like See, but if they didn't get it though, then it would have been like a guaranteed L. I mean, I know they lost in the end, but
0: but they were going to get it.
1: They probably were with the momentum and everything. They probably would have had, got it, yeah. I would so thats have
0: said, fuck it, go for two. I'm not taking any chances. Because the Chiefs couldn't have scored a touchdown.
1: Yeah, because I'm – yeah, you're right. They definitely couldn't have scored a touchdown. Unless there was some fluke Hail Mary, like pitch and toss, hook and ladder type shit. But right. doubt that would have happened. But I've always been – in terms of college football, I've always been a big proponent on when you're on the road, you go for two and go for the win. And obviously this was a a little bit different of a situation than like the game being tied with the extra point like they would have gone up by three or four, but you know, I'm always in college football. If you're on the road, you go for the win with the hostile environment. You don't want overtime, but if you're at home, you, you take the tie, you go with the home crowd, you get the hype back, but in the NFL, it's a little bit different. So I don't know necessarily where I stand, but in terms of this game, I do agree that they had the momentum they probably would have got it. It would have just been such a ballsy call to do that in a playoff game. But I mean, it was 13 damn seconds. You know? Yeah. Like, who would have thought? It was almost like a joke that people were like, "Oh, you gave Mahomes 13 seconds." But it's not a joke. Like he did it. He can do it. Like what? the How did the Bills? I don't understand though how their defense just let those two passes the up.
0: prefin defense. Yeah, they were wide open too. Yeah, I mean they're just they're just soft coverage, don't let anything over the top. But you know, they kind of forgot that Tyreek Hill can go 15 yards after the catch after going for 10 in like half a second. Travis Kelsey lives in the middle of the field. So that's tough. Not as bad. That them giving up the field goal with 13 seconds left, though, I still don't think is as bad. As the Bucks blitzing on that last play, the that bomb to Cooper Cup. Oh my god, it, like, I know Antoine dude. Winfield by himself, one-on-one coverage with Cooper Cup. Like I mean, course- it was such
1: a bad shift, too. Like the corner, it, it, like I don't want to say it's on Winfield, but Winfield should have picked him up sooner. Like the way the corner came in from deep, he came in and then let Winfield pick him up deep one on one. But
0: yeah, but that's not the safety's job to go one-on-one with the with the number one wide receiver in the NFL. You're right. You know yeah. I mean, that's not yeah. his fucking job. That is not what that is not what safeties are supposed to do.
1: It was a it was definitely a blunder. Like it was just no, like, yeah. No, that's
0: that is 100 percent all on Todd Bowles. And they even said it too during the broadcast. They're like, Yeah, Todd Bowles lives and dies by the blitz, but the blitz isn't working. Stafford has been very good Cookie. against the blitz all season. He was very, very good against the blitz all day. And when the game's on the line, Todd Bowles is like. Yeah, I'm gonna go for the blitz again and leave Cooper Cup one on one with my safety.
1: Dude, that was also a dime of a pass too. Like Cooper Cup didn't even have to try for it. No, just but... just right in his hands.
0: It's great. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I don't know. I'd be pissed if I was if I was a a. Bucks oh, fan if I was a Bucks that. fan, dude! Oh my god, that would have been,
1: would have been horrifying.
0: Like, honestly, too, if I was a team with a head coaching position, I wouldn't want Todd Bowles anymore because of that.
1: He's, I guess, yeah, he has been considered for a little bit, a few head coaching positions, but
0: yeah, both yeah. of them are him and Leftwich.
1: I know, yeah, Leftwich for sure. Yeah, that was that was definitely rough. I mean, just for the ga- the way that the game ended after that crazy would have been historic comeback. Like honestly, they were giving, like they were giving him a free comeback. You know, like a free docu series with that choke job. You know. He yeah, he would went have
0: had another. He had another episode of Man in the Arena. Exactly. Yeah. Have you just seen any of those, those? I watched ones?
1: the. I watched the first one. Crazy, it was pretty, right? It was pretty good. Yeah. Good. I need to. I need to keep good. up with it. I've seen like five or six. Wait, I just I've realized seen. we jumped. We jumped a game to the to the Rams. Bugs. We just kind of were going on. Let's go uh, ahead and get into the the Niners Packers. Sticking with uh NFC, so Niners Packers. Of course, if you don't know, Niners came away with a obscure 13-10 to 10 win on the road in Lambeau after scoring zero offensive touchdowns. Their only touchdown came from a blocked punt with under five minutes in the game, which was just super clutch. I mean, you know, you always talk about historically or fundamentally, there's three aspects of football, offense, defense, special teams. You win two of the three, you win the game. Their special teams do dominated i mean they stole the show in this one like robbie gold has never missed a kick in the playoffs and he continued his streak and they came up with a huge block when they needed it to but what's crazy the the craziest part about this is this was like the exact opposite of aaron Rodgers storyline other than the fact that the packers choked in the playoffs but he had the ball with like four minutes left tie game he had a chance to drive the field and i think it was a three and out right
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, and, and he, he gave gave the Niners he,
1: the ball back, gave him a chance.
0: He, he forced the ball downfield to Devontae when he was double covered, and Allen Lazard was wide open in the middle of the field, like, and when I and, like probably eight yards away from any other receiver defender, and he would have had a lot of room to want, run, yeah. and he was already like I think at least 15, 20 yards downfield too. Yeah, is bad. And like.
1: That was bad too but I don't know what's more unbelievable the fact that you know Rodgers didn't actually get the job done or the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo led a game winning drive in his first NFL game ever in freezing temperatures. On,
0: like, that man you know. wins. That man all that man does is win ball games. It
1: doesn't make sense, bro. He's he's now 3 and 0 in playoff games where his team has not scored an offensive touchdown.
0: I don't man. understand.
1: He just wins. It it doesn't make sense, but now like what the craziest part is the 49ers are a team that's one game away from the Super Bowl, and they just spent a first round draft pick on a quarterback who started one game this season. Like, started okay, two. No, you're right. Yeah, two, but still, I mean, great. I think it was, but two, yeah, no, no,
0: two and a half, know, whatever. Time. That's fair, but yeah, like, but yeah, no, your point,
1: like they're just going to keep going. I feel like,
0: well. Yeah, they could they could win the NFC Championship game, too. I don't think they're going to.
1: Dude, here's, here's my thing, though, if they do end up winning, is somehow, of course, you know, the Bengals have to beat the Chiefs first. But if somehow we get a, a Bengals versus 49ers Super Bowl, the Bengals have only been to two Super Bowls ever in the history of the franchise. Both of those Super Bowls were against the 49ers or Joe Montana pulled out his cock and shafted us
0: mm.
1: historic disappointment for the Bengals. so if we play the, re- the 49ers again it'll be just revenge you know it'll be a huge revenge factor and if we lose that would be just so i don't even know how to describe it if we lose we i think we would be the first two teams to meet in the super bowl three times and we would be zero and three against them so that would just be disappointing
0: i think the steelers and cowboys have
1: They've met three times.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. I, I don't know. I saw something on Twitter about that with the Bengals and Niners. So maybe could be I'm wrong, but
0: wrong. Maybe we're one and one. I thought that the Steelers beat us twice in the seventies and then we beat them once in the nineties.
1: Either way, it would still be nuts for, for them to match up again. So it, it would have some historical prominence in that game as well. Oh, for sure. I would love to see that though. Kind of. I just. I would love for the Bengals. If we're gonna win the Super Bowl, I'd rather beat the Niners than
0: beat the uh, Rams. Than beat the Rams. Okay. Yeah. Um. Another thing too about this game, uh, it was pretty boring. Yeah, it was
1: very slow.
0: Go ahead and say it. Like it was a good game, but like, there's moments where it was hard to stay off the phone.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. It's it's. I don't want to <laughs> say it's expected whenever it's like snowing in Lambo, but. You know, the weather probably played a part in it, but I was very surprised because the Packers, their only touchdown came on their first drive of the game. And whenever that happened, I was like, oh, here we go. You know, like, it's going to be a blowout.
0: Same exact thing. I was like, yep, Packers are rolling. They're going to do what I thought they were going to do. And then um, I was wrong, very wrong.
1: Yeah, and by then I was watching, by the end of the game, I was already watching the uh, UFC fights because it was on the main card. And I just kind of looked at my phone. I was checking the box score. And I was like, oh, Rogers got the ball back with four minutes. GG's. You know, like that's a good game. No worries. Won. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and then I all of a sudden I get a score notification, like 49ers win. I'm like, what? How? That, like that was the only game I didn't get to watch all of this weekend. But, man, yeah. speaking of those UFC fights, holy shit, big dubs, Francis Ngannou.
0: Ngannou. Yes, sir, bro. Did it with the torn MCL. Dude, I that's
1: crazy. And he did it wrestling. He never wrestles. Yeah, ever. His previous takedown record was one, and I think he had five in that fight,
0: dude. And dude. those were just takedowns; those were body slams.
1: Oh my! Especially that first one, dude. He like twisted him and fucking, dude. As a two hundred and fifty pound man, that's gotta it's gotta hurt to be flipped like that, God,
0: dude. He's just the fucking best, man. He's nuts. He's my God. favorite fighter right now, hundred percent.
1: He's one of my favorite. I got. I still got to give it to Israel Sanya. I love watching him fight. Which he's coming up soon. He's fighting She's Whitaker soon. God,
0: yeah. Give giving, giving God a new contract. Fucking.
1: Yeah, he has had some disputes man, with, man, with yeah. the UFC. Yeah. Yeah. All righty, though. That's that's really it for our NFL football talk. Let's go ahead and round things out with uh, Love It or Loathe It. It's a little bit longer than normal, but do you want to take the uh, first round or second round here?
0: Uh, Whichever one you don't want. Oh, shoot. Uh, I don't know
1: screw it. Uh I'll give you the first round. So, Grayson Allen of the Bucks was ejected from a game versus the Bulls after a hard foul on Alex Caruso which ended up fracturing Caruso's wrist.
0: Um I love it. That's hilarious for Grayson Allen to keep on doing the same shit that he's doing in college. Yeah, typical Grayson
1: Allen. But not so much the fact that Caruso, Caruso broke sorry. his wrist. Yeah. I like Caruso. Yeah, everybody got to love Caruso. All right, next up, the Golden State Warriors have slowed down a bit ever since Klay Thompson returned. They have now lost six of their last 11 games, which isn't all too crazy, but with the way the Warriors have been playing this year, it's out of the norm.
0: I love it. Warriors fans are quiet right now because they kept on saying they're on that roll, just wait till Klay comes back, just wait till Klay comes back. Well, Klay came back and um...
1: not going too hot. Mm. yeah we're gonna we're gonna definitely talk about the nba a bit more once you know nfl is out of the way but with playoffs going on it's really it's really all i can think about at the time yeah all right next up we got sean white is set to compete in his final winter olympics olympics starting the february 4th
0: uh i love it i grown up watching sean white watching him in the last winter olympics was sick watching him get that gold um i don't know what his odds are gonna be for the next gold i think he's been pretty low-key in the snowboarding scene honestly yeah he kind of has um but fuck it. sean white in the olympics go for gold probably gonna put put some money on it yeah i I probably will too just for the hell of it gots to yeah i mean it's sean white he's an american hero Mm -hmm. all
1: right and then we got starting georgia bulldogs wide receiver jermaine burton transfers to alabama just less than a month after they beat them in the national championship game
0: i love it i think i think that's just dumb i don't like how transfer happy college has gotten with with shit like this like going from rival school to another rival school and it's like you just beat that guy now you're gonna but the weird thing is too he's probably gonna get two rings in a row
1: That's what I was just about to say is he's probably just chasing a ring because I really feel like Alabama with Bryce Young have the best shot to win it all next year. So
0: I think they're going to. I'm going to put money on it. Bro, ring
1: chasing has bled over from the NBA into college now. God damn it. All right, our next one is also on the transfer topic. but Let's
0: go ahead and switch gears. I'll take these ones. All right, 68% of four- and five-star recruits from 2016 to 2019 have transferred at least – once,
1: yeah. I'm I'm also gonna load this one kind of for the same reasons that you just said it's just getting too transfer happy. And this was from 2016 to 2019, so that's important to point out like that was before NIL was introduced. We might come to a point where 80 percent of five-star recruits transfer at least once in their college lifetime, you know. It's just 80. That's nuts, dude. That that's crazy. And I like seeing because a lot of the reason this happens is because four- and five-star recruits will go to the same school. Like, Ohio State will end up with three, four-star, five-star quarterbacks, and then only one of them gets a starting job. So the other ones are like, hey, I'm still good enough to run a college program. Like, let me just go somewhere else. So I like the competition aspect, but then I also hate the fact that, like, why not just go somewhere that doesn't have any competition and spread the love, you know? But anyway.
0: There's an open job at TCU right now, boys. Like, come on. Kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what, uh, see what our boy does. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Travis Hunter, number one overall recruit in Jackson State Signee, says he might play basketball in college as well as football.
1: I'm going to loathe this because I'm kind of one of the people, call me a traditionalist if you may, but I kind of believe that if you're going to play sports at that level, um, college or in the pros with guys like Kyler Murray who you know got drafted the MLB and NFL, I think you just got to stick with one. Um, even if you're phenomenal, I think sticking with one, it just minimizes your chance of injury, helps you focus on it, have a more successful career in whichever one you end up choosing, etc., etc. So I'm going to load this. I think this would be a poor decision, but it might also help them get more NIL money. That's the only thing.
0: Every last play of regulation throughout the divisional round was decided by or was a game deciding field goal? Oh, I love this.
1: This was especially after a somewhat—I don't want to say boring, but expected—lackluster. Um, yeah, lackluster wild card weekend. I would say I gotta love this. This is exactly what you would hope for in the divisional round, especially. So these were all great games. I love it.
0: Yo, that and is loud. Then, sorry. <laughs> um. Was it was it being loud when I was doing it? Yeah. Ah, oh, dude. Sorry, my ADD is just going off. No, you're good. Um, I, I feel that. Russell Westbrook is currently shooting 58.8% from the field on dunks.
1: I love this just because it, I think it's hilarious. I mean, you know, you would see a 58.8% field goal percentage and think, "Oh, that's like his mid-range or something." Nope. This is this is Russell Westbrook's dunks. So. He's had an interesting year so far in LA. He's definitely become kind of a meme on NBA Twitter. So I love that. I think that's just kind of hilarious.
0: Yeah, with him being on LA, they're seeing him play night in and night out. And Russell Westbrook has done this throughout his entire career, pretty much. I mean, not to this extent, but this is is peak Westbrook we're getting right now. No, oh, yeah, honestly. Nobody really noticed because they weren't watching him every single game. And now that we're watching him every single game, people are like, wait a second.
1: It's like even when he puts up numbers, bro, he still has bad games, you know? Because yeah. it's just weird. He puts up like eight rebounds, seven assists, but then he also had like ten turnovers. And you're like, bro, and that's, three that's air balls. Westbrook. Yeah. Westbrook. It's Westbrook. So, yeah, you're right, though. He definitely has more of a target on his back now that he's in L.A. But already, though. That's going to do it for today's episode. We're going to be back again on Thursday with a new schedule Monday, Thursday, live on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, everything else. So be sure to tune in there and listen to the audio version on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Um, Hopefully we have another hell of a weekend in terms of these AFC and FC Championship games. We'll be back to give our preview for those matchups on Thursday and a bit more. We may even talk about some NBA because there's only two games this weekend. So we'll see what we got in store for you guys. But Elijah, you got anything last minute to add?
0: No, watch Survivor. Watch Survivor. (laughs) All righty, we'll
1: see you guys on Thursday. Peace.